There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. The invite. Thank you for the kindness. Amen. And uh, thank you for rolling the red carpet out. I love the congregational singing here. I mean, that is wonderful. I've, I've often wondered why the average independent Baptist church, amen, they can't sing. Amen. You see Benny Hinn and all them out there, all their congregations, they're singing, they're, you know, doing all. You can't get the average independent Baptist, amen, to sing. I don't know if they're ashamed of it or not, but they sure ain't ashamed around here. I love it. Amen. That's some good stuff. Acts chapter number 8. Just for the sake of time tonight, let's go to verse 20. Peter answered, said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter. For thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent. Well, that's a Baptist cuss word. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It said, Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness. Amen. Some people say, Well, you know, repentance ain't turning from sin. Well, this guy's got to turn from something. Amen. Hello. I had a guy tell me one time. Show me the Bible where you got to repent of all your sin. I showed him Ezekiel 18, 21. He didn't like that. Amen. <laughs> repent, therefore, of all thy wickedness and pray to pray God. If perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Let's pray. Father, we sure do need you. I'm asking, Lord, that you'd bless tonight. Maybe there might be some surgery performed here with thy precious word and the Spirit of God. Lord, we'll give you the glory now in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's turn to Jeremiah chapter number 2. Thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. There's a lot of people in our churches that are bound. Amen. They're, they're bound by bitterness. Amen. And I want to preach on bitterness tonight. Amen. Jeremiah 2.19. Jeremiah 2.19. So thine own wickedness shall correct thee. You ever look in the mirror? I mean honest. You ever look in the mirror eyeball to eyeball and look at yourself? You know what's wrong downside here. Amen. You know Amen. The Bible says a man does his own bitterness. Do you know? Look at what it says. Thine own wickedness shall correct thee, and thy backsliding shall reprove thee. 
Proverbs 14, 14 says, backslider and heart should be filled with his own ways. Know therefore and see that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God and that, that my fear is not in thee, saith the Lord of hosts. Jeremiah chapter 4. Jeremiah chapter number 4. It says in verse 18, he said, Thy way and thy doings have procured these things unto thee. This is thy wickedness because it is bitter, because it reacheth unto thy heart. My bowels, my bowels, I am pained at the very heart. My heart maketh a noise in me. I cannot hold my peace because thou hast heard, O oh, my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. Amen. Amen. This guy was in the bond of bitterness. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 12. We were there last night. The preacher stopped just before he preached my sermon. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12. Now I've noticed something since I've been here. Just about every preacher has mentioned bitterness. And bitterness just keeps coming up in the conversations. I had a conversation with somebody dealing with bitterness tonight. And I said, that's what I'm preaching on. Amen? Bitterness has destroyed more homes, more people, more churches than you can even imagine. Look at what it says here. Looking diligently, lest any man fail the grace of God. How would you like to get to the judgment seat of Christ? Look, God Almighty, the Savior, eyeball to eyeball, and when you got to get your report card for your Christian life, it's got an F on it. That you flunk grace. Do you know how many Christians flunk grace right now? Bad things have happened to them. Listen, the whole world teaches people to go out there to cut people down, say cruel things. Parents call their kids bad names. Kids take it to heart. Kids call other kids names. Amen. In school, people make fun of you. Your nose, your ears, your eyes, your weight, your sides, your freckles, your hair. Amen. And people make fun of you. You get wounded in your heart. Right? There's a lot of people that's been to Baptist churches that have been cut and hurt and wounded by preachers. Amen. Listen, they think they got a sword and they're supposed to reprove and rebuke and next thing you know it turns into a Baptist butcher and he just starts hacking and slashing and stabbing and cutting and say, well, don't run them off. Them little panty waist can't take the preacher. You're injured by a preacher. That's right. Amen? My mom got injured by a song leader in church. Got out. My dad's dad started a church or helped start a church and he was a deacon and they got a new preacher in there and my grandpa quit. Amen. My dad made a profession of faith in that church. And he got out because my grandpa had a problem with the preacher. And every one of his kids, amen, I was raised in bars because of that. Because they got wounded and my dad would not talk about the Bible or politics. Amen. He run from it the rest of his life while he was wounded. Amen. What Jesus say in Zechariah? I was wounded in the house of what? My friends. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. The kisses of enemy are deceitful. And people's been wounded and hurt. Maybe there's people in here tonight that got some deep, lasting scars and wounds, and you're bitter 
You've been carrying that thing and holding into that thing. And when that person walks into the room, man, a little flag comes up. Amen. And it reminds you of what they said and what you did. And all of a sudden, your whole disposition and spirit begins to change. And you're angry and you're mad and you're mean. But you think you got it right, but you haven't got it right. You got poison in your heart and in your soul. Amen. And you're ruining everybody here around. You're flunking grace. You know what God has? He has grace for you to face every trial. He has grace for you to face every mile. And every bad thing that happens to you, God has grace for you to get through it and go through it. But what happens is we don't appropriate it. We don't apply it. We take offense to it. Amen. And then we harbor it and we mull it over and over and over. And Listen, bitterness remembers the details. And you can get on the phone and you can tell everybody, you know what that heifer did to me the other day. I'm telling you, that long-tongued devil boy, she just let me have Let me tell you what I think about her. Come on. Right? Hello? Amen? And you know everything they said and everything they did and you bleed and you bleed and you bleed and you bleed all over people and you're helping ruin your church and your home and your Christian life. You've grieved the Holy Ghost. You can't bear the fruit of the Holy Ghost as long as you're bitter. Amen. Amen. Look at what it says. Man, they don't turn my page on me the wind. Looking diligently, lest any man fail the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble what? You know what? The average person is bitter, don't even know they're in trouble. They're in trouble with God. They're in trouble with their walk. And they're poison. Amen? And listen. They go to other churches, they leave a church, they're mad at something the preacher said or something the preacher didn't do, he acknowledged them or didn't acknowledge them, amen. Said something about their little rotten brat, amen. Hello? If mom and daddy don't know how to have the children in subjection, so the preacher's got to come up and talk to you about it, and I'm I'm getting out of here, I'm going to go find somewhere else, amen. And then they run down the preacher. Hello? I know a good preacher, man, he's down in Kentucky, he had to do church discipline on somebody. The person he helped went in there and they did church discipline. The whole family got mad and left except the people that he disciplined. <laughs> huh? Well, you can't talk to my sister like that. How dare that preacher reprove my sister? And the whole family. Man. See, that's the problem. When you get a bunch of families in church and then one gets to run out of their mouth, the other one gets to run out of their mouth, and next thing you know, they all start going out the door and they all start gossiping, and now they go out and create friendship back in church because they know how to get along with everybody. <laughs> Hello? Amen. And then they want to take Baptists off, and now they're fellowships and all this other kind of stuff. Amen. Because they're the church with love and compassion and mercy. But yet they'll run the other preacher down. They'll run down all the preachers. Amen. They're so bitter and so angry and so mean. Listen, I candidated a church in Ohio, and I candidated there. They had to call the cops in. Why? Because the preacher and his wife. Amen. One side of the church sided with the preacher, the other side sided with his wife. They had a fist fight right in the middle of church. <laughs> Hello? What are you going to do with that? There's bitterness in there, man. Amen. Amen. It's poison. It hurts. It kills. It destroys. I want to give you some things about bitterness tonight. Amen. 
Listen, bad things happen to good people. And you got to know how to take a hit. And you got to know how to recover. And you can't hold a grudge. And you can't let that resentment just build up and build up and build up. Amen. Listen, we're living in an angry world out there and they're angry. They've been wounded and they don't know how to get to help. When a Christian has the opportunity to help them, they're so bitter. So let me tell you what's wrong with that church. Let me tell you what's wrong with that preacher. You know, they're just all, all upset. We preached on your standards. Well, they're too low. Amen. I didn't get no amens on that. <laughs> Hello. Amen. Yeah. People want to live a sorry life anymore. And they don't want somebody to tell them the truth. And I heard Brother Ashquith quote one of my favorite verses today. Romans 3.19. That all the world may become guilty before God. You know what they don't want? They don't want to see that they're guilty. That they violated God's laws and they violated. And when you tell them the truth, amen, they see their violation, they get mad. They ain't never going to get any help till they take God's side against themselves. Amen. Amen. Bitterness is extreme enmity, a grudge, hatred, rather excessive, a degree of implacableness of the passions and emotions. It's sharpness. How do you talk to people? Is there sharpness come out of your mind? When you mention a certain circle and a certain group of preachers, amen, does that bother you? Oh, that heretic. Oh, forgive me, cop. Amen. <laughs> amen. But it's, but listen, it's painful affliction. It's vexation of spirit. It's deep distress of mind. Amen. It's guilt. Guilt is what we feel when we sin. Bitterness is what we feel when others sin against us. Listen, you can't live the Christian life and go to churches and go to meetings and not have somebody dance your feather, man. I had a dear brother I love, I've worked with forever. He took me to Bob Evans one day. What a brother, amen. Bought me my dinner. Oh, that was great. Huh? Wasn't that good? For an hour and a half, he told me everything was wrong with me. Ain't that a brother? I mean, man, he he had a list. Boy, he went over that thing. Isn't that good? I worked with the guy, with the church with him. He's a great friend. So what'd you do? I cried my biscuits and grapes. <laughs> right? We heard about chastening last night, right? Huh? When thou art rebuked, thou art what? Chasing the Lord. And I've seen that chasing hand of God. And I've seen that that brother was trying to help me, that he seen something in me that I couldn't see in myself. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Listen, I ain't trying to put a hail on my head. I ain't trying to polish anything. I'm trying to tell you. Amen. You got to learn how to take rebuke. You got to learn how to have somebody to be able to point out where you make mistakes. You got to be able to have somebody to shoot straight with you. Right. Yes. Amen. Yes. And you know what's happening now? A bunch of preachers are putting their sword away and they're afraid to poke somebody. You know what we need? We need pricking preaching. Right. We need preaching the tricks. Amen. They got to get pricked in the heart. They got to cut. This is a side note. Jeremiah 48 10 says, Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully, but cursed be he to keep it back the sword from blood. Uh-oh. You know what I believe? I can't prove this, but I believe this. I believe when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, you're going to have to present arms. And God's going to want to look at your sword and see how much blood's on it. I'm not talking about being a butcher. I'm talking about being a surgeon. I'm talking about helping somebody. Amen. Amen. They need help. Lady surgical help. There's probably people in here tonight that need to be on the altar and take the sword of the Word of God and take that root of bitterness and just hack it out, hack it out, hack it out, and get it right. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord.
as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption all at night. There only was now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.